Welcome to the Hornet Football Report with head coach Zach Harrell. This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Good morning, Hornet fans. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am the office of Athens head football coach, uh, Zach Harrell. How you doing today, coach? I'm doing good, Michael. Thanks for coming by this morning. I love the Swarm shirt you got on oh, yeah. today, man. Swarm is taking over uh, Athens ISD, and I love it. The cheerleaders coming out yeah, of the Swarm. It was good to see the cheerleaders. Uh, you know, reinforcing that theme that we're hoping our kids, not only do we, you know, it's a good thing because it works with Athens, Athens, but we really hope our kids are trying to embrace those core values that, you know, we've kind of said SWARM stands for. All right. So, uh, tough week last week. Um, but you were going up against a really, really good Chapel Hill team, a Chapel Hill team that has legitimate state title aspirations. Uh, but you had some standouts anyway. I thought there were some kids who did some really, really good things. So let's kick off this yeah. episode with your MVPs. Yes, sir. Like you said, it was it was a tough week. It was not the you know not the game that we expected or were anticipating. But you know you got to give a lot of credit to Coach Coach Reardon and Chapel Hill uh, for they executed a great game plan and uh, got jumped on us early uh, and. You know, it, it really spiraled out of control in a hurt, in about three or four plays. Uh, but our, our kids, you know, I thought they stuck together and I thought they kept playing hard. And like you said, we had some kids play extremely well. Uh, you know, and our MVP was Jaden Crane, uh, who he played really hard all night long, uh, stuck with it even when things didn't go our way and just kept battling. He, you know, he had eight catches, uh, two touchdowns, uh, and was, Really a, a force all night long. Uh, and then our offense MVP was Jorian Ray, uh, a kid that, you know, a sophomore that has kind of had to adjust to playing varsity football at a different level. You know, Jorian is an extremely good athlete. Uh, he's, he's always been the best player on the field. Uh, and he's still one of the most athletic kids on the field because he's really blessed, but it's just, it's been an adjustment for him, uh, because it's, you know, varsity, 4A varsity football, especially in this district, is uh, it's big boy football. Uh, and so it kind of takes an adjustment period. And I thought he played his best game, uh, made plays in the passing game and in the running game. Uh, and then our, our defense MVP was Jackson Stiles, who just fought and battled all night long. He had two or three blockers on him most of the night uh, and played really hard and, and just tough. Uh, and he, he played really well on that side of the football. And then our special teams MVP was our kicker. Uh, we call him Z. Uh, he, he kicked really well last night. He, he's a kid that's really worked hard at it. This is his first year to kick. Um, and he, he's had some struggles a little bit early, but he has practiced really hard and really worked on being more consistent with his lead foot, his, you know, his plant foot is what has really caused him to push a couple kicks. He's getting out in front of his plant foot too far. 
uh, but he's really worked at it and he was, he was really good the other night. Uh, he was 100% on our PAT, so he was our special teams player of the week. Yeah, not only was he 100%, but they were, um, solid kicks too. Yeah. I mean, yeah he's he getting to the good. point yeah. where you can start to think about maybe, uh, a field goal yeah. from a few yards back. Yeah, he, and he has the leg. You know, that's, again, people don't understand there's a lot more to kicking PATs than just having a strong leg. Uh, it's a lot, a lot about technique. It's a lot about when you start your approach to the ball and your steps. And there's really a lot more to it. Uh, and he, he's starting to figure it out and, and kind of learn uh, on the run. And so you're right. We, he, he could be a weapon the longer we get into this. Yeah. Thing. And that's a, that's a combination of specialists when you talk about the snapper, the holder and the kicker happen to be working all in concert. And it takes a little bit for that to come together. Yeah, it does. It does. All right. So, um, yeah, not the result that you wanted, but I thought, again, a lot of positives came out of light last week after that first um, first few minutes of the game where Chapel Hill got up. You guys came back and, and played them pretty well. The rest of the game, and those four guys really stood out again. Jaden Crane, before we get away from that, I want to talk about that catch in the end zone on the sideline where he uh, double-clutched it and managed to keep his concentration. Yeah, that, that was a great catch, uh, and he did a great job of, if you watch it on film, you know, he did a great job of high-pointing high the ball uh, and then kind of got kind of lost it in the competition uh, and then kept his eyes on it and then drug his toe. Uh, and just a great athletic play, a great, great concentration play. And he's a, he's, you know, he's another kid that ha- he has not played football in this offense ever uh, until this year. Uh, and so he, he's really thrived uh, and he still has, you know, it, he hasn't even got close to reaching uh, his limit. Because he's still learning on the run uh, and learning how to run routes, how to get open. But he's worked really hard every day in practice, and you know we're we're glad he's out here playing. All right, so you get to come home this week to the uh, comfortable confines of Bruce Field. Henderson, the Henderson Lions coming in. They're three and one. They have not played a district game yet. Tell us about Henderson, coach. Henderson, just like you know, probably replay this for the next. Five weeks. Uh, they're a really good football team. Uh, one of the, you know, one of the better football teams in, in this class of 4A Division One. Uh, again, everybody in our district is. Uh, and, and we feel like we are too. Uh, so every week is going to be a battle and a competition and a, a there, there's no easies. There's no, there's no teams you just say, yeah, we're going to go out there and win. Uh, you, you, you got a chance. We feel like we have a chance to win each one each week, but if, if you don't play well, uh, you also got a great chance to lose. Uh, so Henderson presents that opportunity. Uh, they, they are a, they are a very physical football team. Uh, you know, like last year, I'll be honest, you know, against them, we, we went in that game and they, they hit us in the mouth and we didn't respond real well. Uh, we kind of, we, we kind of turned it down. Uh, so that's what we've kind of challenged our kids this week. They're going to play physical. That, that's how they play. Uh, offensively, they're a spread offense. The quarterback is a super talented kid. His name's Jacoby Robinson. He's the head coach's son. That's a new head, new staff there. Uh, he came from Crowley. He was the quarterback. He started quarterback at Crowley last year as a sophomore. Uh, and he's, he's a really good thrower. He extends the play with his feet. 
really good athlete. Uh, so it's going again, similar, similar to Chapel Hill. It's going to present a great challenge. He's not, uh, he's not the same type of player. He'll, he'll look to run a little bit more than the Chapel Hill quarterback. Uh, but really talented quarterback. Uh, his favorite target is his, is his twin brother, Jamal Robinson, number three, uh, and who's a very, they move him around, slide outside receiver. You got to know where he is. Uh, and then they play multiple running backs. Uh, but they're, they're a very good offense. Uh, defensively, they're based out of an even front. Uh, they're going to be a 4-2 and a 4-1. Uh, they like to bring pressure. They're a big blitz team. Uh, and so they bring pressure from a lot of different areas, uh, which, which presents a challenge. Uh, and so we, we got to make sure that we know our assignments and our blitz pickup and our pass protection, uh, because they, they love the blitz. Uh, they have one really good defense alignment, uh, number 99, Devin Fields, uh, who I think is the best player on their defense. He was a junior last year and, and caused us some issues. So we, we got to know where he is and, be sure that we have a good plan for him. All right. So with, when you're on offense going against their defense, you've seen that 4-1-4-2 look yeah. quite a few times, seen it last week. Right. But this blitz package is something new. I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen that this year. No, we haven't seen a team uh, like them that likes to bring as much heat as they did. You know, last week, Chapel Hill was a 4-1-4-2, but – and they blitz some, but they were they weren't a big blitz team. Uh that this team is and they're they blitz a lot, uh close to fifty percent of the time. Wow, that is a lot. So they're they're bringing heat, uh and they're bringing them from different angles. It's not like they're just bringing certain guys, they're bringing them all, uh and, and they try to mix up their coverages behind it. You know, when you blitz, you you they try to keep you guessing, you know, because because when you blitz a lot, uh there are going to be holes behind uh, those blitzes, uh, but they try to change up their coverage and keep you guessing on where those holes are. Uh, but we got to do a good job of identifying where the blitz is coming from and, you know, finding our reads quickly. The thing about the blitz is it's a, a big risk-reward play. Right. You know, it could really cause problems for the offense, but if the offense catches it right, it could be a big play. That's right. Yes, sir. So, all right, and them on offense, it sounds, again, like a very similar uh, scheme to what you've seen, scheme yeah. to what you run. Yes, sir. And so it shouldn't really present too many um, questions. It's just matching up with the personnel correctly. Right. Uh, it is very similar. They throw a lot of quick screens. Uh, they they, they try to get the ball out of their hands a lot. Uh, so it is very similar uh, to what we do and what we've been playing. All right. Well, I know that you've gone through all of your film and everything and you got the team ready and you have your word of the week and your keys for this week. Let us know what those are. Coach. Yeah. Our word of the week this week is respond. Uh, and we discussed with them on Monday, uh, what the difference, uh, in responding and reacting is. Uh, and we, we kind of, Explain, you know, I found a slide, uh, and went over it with them, you know, when we react, uh, that's an immediate, uh, defense mechanic, mechanism, uh, and we're just reacting based on the situation. Uh, most time when you react, you know, it has no long-term effects. You're not looking at what's best for everybody. It's just an immediate, uh, decision. Uh, and, but when we respond, uh, we, we are, 
doing what's best for everybody involved. Uh, and so that's what we got to do this week. We got to respond to what's happened. Uh, we got to respond to where we're at again. Last week's in the past. Uh, we, we, we can't let that one bad game define our season. Uh, and so we got to respond and move forward. Uh, so that's kind of our word of the week. Uh, you know, our, our keys to victory are, you know, we, again, this was on there last week, but it's on there again because what they do, we got to contain the quarterback. Uh, we, we can't let him extend plays and hurt us with his legs. Uh, on offense, we, we, and we've had this before, but you know, it, we watched last week's offense, and again, we had over 400 yards of offense last week. Rushed for 316 yards and threw for about 100. Uh, and so we did a lot of good things. Uh, but the times we got stopped, uh, it wasn't Chapel Hill's defense. It was, you know, we didn't have all 11 guys executing and doing the right thing. Uh, and it does, and that doesn't mean, you know, that there's going to be times when we're going to get beat. Uh, you know, there's going to be times when an offensive lineman gets beat in a one-on-one pass pro situation. There's going to be times when a receiver, the defensive back, makes a play on the ball and the receiver doesn't catch the ball. What we're talking about at execute is doing what you've been coached to do. Uh, and we, you know, we went back and looked at that film and the times we got stopped, we had maybe one, maybe two, maybe three guys on a play. Not doing what the coach to do. And again, it, it, it starts with, I challenged our coaches this weekend. That, that, that's a reflection of us. That's our job to make sure our kids do, do what they're coached to do. Uh, and then we're going to challenge our kids, uh, to be more coachable, but it starts with the coaches. Uh, so we got to execute all 11 have to execute on offense consistently. Uh, so that's the key. Uh, again, win the turnover battle. Uh, we, we had it last week. We didn't do it. Uh, you know, those turnovers, as we've talked about, flipped the game, uh, and, and both of the turnovers, uh, you know, the first, the first one on fourth and fourth and 12, uh, we, we had a great play call. The middle of the field was wide open. Uh, and, and so we brought a, a pipe out in the middle of the field. Uh, if you go back and watch the film, our backside slot is supposed to run a, a corner out to pull the backside safety out of the middle of the field. Uh, well, he stemmed the safety inside. It brought the safety's eyes to the play. Uh, if he doesn't stem him inside, uh, the middle of the field's wide open. Uh, and Ty, Ty was also a little bit late on his drop. We threw the ball downfield. So anyway, that, the execution there on the, the turnovers, uh, were just missing. And so th- those two turnovers, uh, you know, then they both then turned into pick sixes were huge plays in that game. And then we, we didn't create any turnovers. Uh, so we got to win the turnover battle this week. Uh, and then last week, uh, we want to play physical, uh, and, and answer the challenge, uh, cause we know they are. We, we got to play as physical as they do. All right, so Henderson Lions coming to town Friday night, 7.30, Bruce Field. Hey, fans, the uh, Hornets need you in the stands. Come on out. Coach, thanks for giving us a chance to come by and talk to you. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you coming by. I hope to see all the Hornet fans out there on Friday. If you can't make it to the game, you can always listen on Athens Classic Hits Music Station, KLVQ, 94.5 FM and 14.10 AM or online at network1sports.com. Go Hornets!